the felt sense of closeness and relationships is so important for couples. You know, when you think back to when what really attracted you to, to each other that led you down the road to become married or dating or engaged. And it's that sense of, wow, I really feel connected to this person. Like this person gets me and they understand me. And I feel like I get that person. I understand them. And that draws us together. It makes us feel safe. It makes us feel known. It makes us, it helps us to feel secure. And then when that is lost or something comes in and ruptures that, that creates a sense of distress, a sense of loss. And, and so for couples, we want to just take time and make sense of like, and value, like we want to recast vision for what it looks like for you to feel close and connected and to really, and I keep saying feel, but to really in your body and within your soul, to what does it feel like to be known by someone who really loves you and cares about you and to not let the daily cares of life and the world begin to swallow that up or all the stress of family life mm, sometimes that can mm. swallow it up. Or maybe there's been misunderstandings or conflict that you lose the sense of how close what it felt like when we were close to each other. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing you begin to remember is what it feels like when we're fighting and when we're distant and when we're apart. This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to share twice on a mind. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in a more excellent way. So excited to be back again. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting ready to go into another series. It's been a while since we've done a series, Nicola, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking about intimacy in relationships for about the next five to six episodes. Okay. And I think I want to say one more, even though by the time they hear this podcast, it'll it'll have gone. But I want to say thank you to St. James Missionary Baptist Church in Fayetteville, Arkansas. We will have been there by the time you hear this over the past mm-hmm. weekend. But we're going to be spending the time talking to uh, them, doing two sessions on communication and conflict resolution and one on experiencing and understanding love with them. It's really great. Um, they do this topics. every year. And I just guess I'm thinking about that because... I'm just thankful for churches who make intentional space to really pour into the marriages in their community. Right. Um, right. And I know every church is at different places, whatever, but man, really make time to make intentional space to encourage marriages in your community. So thankful for uh, pastor Curtis and for minister Smith and his wife and them just leading that ministry over there at St. James ministering to couples in their community. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back into what our topic is going to be for the next couple of weeks, intimacy in relationships. Intimacy in relationships. And so tonight's particular talk, what we're going to be talking about is really we want to emphasize how important it is to feel close to one another. And the the, the layout of the outline for these next couple of episodes ah, is coming from. That explains the extra hug. You're getting your, your downloads. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, you can't talk about pre-show stuff on the, no, I'm just kidding. No. Okay. No, no, for real. No, but uh, we're taking, I'm taking the outline from a little bit came from my dissertation research, but mm-hmm. uh, looking at what we call is called the pair or the personal assessment of intimacy and relationships by, oh gosh, I forgot one name, Dr. David Olson. And I forgot his partner's name. Sorry. Oh no. Um, okay. But in the pair assessment, 
It asks couples to go through and answer these questions. And what they're looking at is intimacy, but in five different forms. Okay. And that's what these next couple episodes will be looking at. And so what we're hoping for in these episodes, what Nicole and I want to accomplish is one, we're going to talk about each one of those forms of intimacy. We'll talk about what that looks like for us. Uh-huh. And practical is what that's looked like over time, how we experience that. And hopefully for you to think about what does that look like for you and your marriage and your relationship and how you experience that. And hopefully we can share some just practical, maybe conversations and questions that you can use or uh, that you can then kind of have conversations in your own marriage about what this needs to look like for you. Yeah. Okay. So let's give an overview All right, let's do it. of what the pair talks about the five forms of intimacy. You ready, Nicola? I guess so. Let's okay. jump into it. So I'm just going to name them first. I'll give a brief definition. And remember, we're not going to go in detail today. That's what the next couple of episodes right. will be. Don't go in details. Don't I'm going to go try not details. to. That's hard for me. <laughs> um, the first one is social intimacy. Okay. And what social intimacy is, it's like the same shared kind of like friend group. Social intimacy. Yeah. So, so the, when the couple shares. Okay. It kind of like the same. So if it's like social network, say that five times really fast. Same social network. Same Maybe social network. Okay. Social. I get it. I get it. I get, it. <laughs> get the point. Uh, so it's kind of like if they're going out together with friends or, well, you know, well, going like, throwing acts together or well, doing life no, no, group no, no, together. No, that's more recreational intimacy. Okay. But it's like, like how social. many of our friend groups are like your friends, like the Smiths will say, right? Okay. Like we're friends with, both of us share the Smiths. Miss Smith is a friend. Like Dan's not just my friend. Okay. He's a friend to you as well. Or Demer's a friend to me as well. Okay. Does it make All sense? Right. So social intimacy. But then the what next one. What if you one, don't have a friend? Hmm? What if you don't have a friend? That's kind of sad. Maybe. You got to work on it. Yeah. Go out there and make some friends so you can have some social intimacy. Can, can I joke? I, I joke because at the beginning of our marriage, well, I say, especially <laughs> oh, when we gosh. moved to New Orleans, <laughs> Nicola made all of our friends. It's like, you know, the verse in Proverbs where it talks about a virtuous woman, like her husband will be known in the gates. Like when people would meet me, they'll be like, oh, you're Nicola's husband. Mm, <laughs> that's because you're in class. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no. So anyway, social intimacy. Then the next one is emotional intimacy. Is that talking about when women cry a lot or? That could be an aspect of it. But no, emotional intimacy is when you're able to be attuned or aware of your own feelings. And you're able to share your feelings with your partner, but then also you are, a t you are aware and receptive of the feelings of your partner. Okay. Does that make sense? So you have feelings, you're aware of your feelings, you share those mm -hmm. with your partner Yes. and you can also make space to hear your partner, your partner's own feelings and yeah, emotions and I would say that, not even just to hear having, it but also i think it's like sharing and taking into it and yeah, mm -hmm. we'll definitely break that down and we've kind of covered some that in podcasts before okay. that's an important thing to be able to like i'm sharing my feelings in in like i'm allowing you to feel with me but then i'm also emotionally open to feel your feelings with you okay all right um, and then of course sexual intimacy but it's not just sexual as in intercourse sexual but sexual as in even just the things of like a hug the rub on the back, um, touching, you know, putting your arm around your spouse, right? Just to, it's like that physical touch and what physical okay. touch does to help a couple feel close. Mm -hmm. And then there's recreational intimacy. All right. Like shared axe activities. Ag, there you go. Now you can find <laughs> Nicola wants to go axe throwing. <sighs> I have mixed feelings about axe throwing. Why, honey? 
Well, here's a couple reasons. I don't know how much it costs, but I could go to Harbor Freight and get some cheap axes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and we have friends that live in the country and we can go throw axes at a tree. We can go throw axes at a tree. That's fine too. And that would be fun. We should do I that. I think that would be more fun in some ways. I like that. We can go out to our friends out in the country and throw axes at their trees. Okay. Axe. I, don't, I don't really, I don't, I don't have a good tree to throw an axe at. <laughs> axes at the tree. Don't say that five times really fast. This is. <laughs> Why this not? Is, this is Christian radio. <laughs> it is. Um, no. Um, so, but but we'll share it to one. But axe. even with this one, as we break it down, it can be. Yes, I understand people can have different interests and hobbies, but how mm-hmm. can those hobbies be kind of like? Even if mine is something like, if mine is like, oh, a, I remember, like at least you can like, give so into. So if like yours is, right. and I'm not trying to be stereotypical. I'll, let me reverse it around. If mine is crafting, Nicola, yes, and yours it is. is sports. You, but you do like crafting, honey. I do. <laughs> I like gardening. <laughs> That's a form of crafting. Okay, there we go. But even like for you, you don't really come out and garden that much, but it's like you share an interest and you care about it until hey. you have to clean up my garden okay. when it gets messy I'm in like, July. I get in that garden now. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah. being able to step into that zone with your person. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then another important aspect is intellectual intimacy. So that's like where you're talking about like worldviews and ideas and beliefs together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like I'm sharing how I'm seeing the world and maybe my view and my ideas in a, with you. Right. And then you're able to take in and dialogue back with me about my views and also share your views and ideas. And yeah. yeah. That could be real exciting and special when you have different views and opinions about things. I mean, it, it has been good. Like, I mean, I think you, if I expanded my world on not just thinking as a Western, a Westerner, right. Or an American particularly. Right. That's been one way with, with Dr. Olson, when he did this, uh, the assessment, they do come from a Christian background and they did try and do spiritual intimacy. But what you really see with each one of these is they really are aspects of spiritual intimacy because spirit really, you really think about, and you see the term spirit in the Bible. And I got this from my friend, Dr. Derek Brown. Shout out to Derek, uh, executive director of Arkansas Baptist Children's Homes. But he, what you find when you look at scripture, when you see the term spirit, it's usually talking about connection, right? Mm-hmm. And so what you really see with each of these forms of intimacy is they are an aspect of that sense of connection and spiritual intimacy. So it's all like. So you say it all like it's interwoven then in yeah. some ways, like but I think we will do, or. Yeah. No, I think it's interwoven is better. Okay. But I do think we will do a special episode because we've gotten that request from some of our uh, listeners to do a special episode, maybe on spiritual intimacy in that what we'll be talking about is. What does it look like for God to be an intentional part of our marriage through Bible study, through prayer, through spiritual disciplines, through talking about that? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. We've kind of done an episode on that a little bit, but we'll we can touch on it again. We'll touch on it again. Never mm-hmm. have too much of that. Right. So those are the five forms of intimacy. And we're going to throw in a, a number six. So maybe we'll get seven episodes. Out of this. What's the number six? Spiritual. We'll talk about oh, spiritual. that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because in one research article I was looking at, but they said that intimacy, which encompasses emotional, physical, and spiritual aspects, is actually the central aspect of enduring marriage. So what does that mean? For marriages that really last, they do have this felt sense of closeness. They feel it emotionally. It's even a physical sense, felt sense, a closeness. 
but then it is spiritual of sharing ideas and beliefs about the world. Yeah. That's really what helps couples last over time. And that makes, I mean, that may seem so obvious, but mm-hmm. we can also, like I said, once again, at the beginning, kind of in the teaser to the show, right. we can lose sight of that because of the cares of the frustrations of life, different yeah. stressors that go on. Right, right. And maybe sometimes we're just trying to survive. Oh my goodness. And even while we're trying to survive, we want to feel close because when you get to feel that sense of connection in your relationship, it really does. I guess I'm speaking from personal you know, space here, but it does make you feel like I joke with the girls, like I have an, an Apple watch now. But my favorite feature now is the picture on the screen of the watch that I can just flip it over. And there's a picture of my wife or of, of the family. And it's like that connection. I feel mm-hmm. like you're there with me. Right. And that helps kind of empower me through difficult days sometimes. Right. Yeah. It's helpful embolden and like give a sense of hope. Like mm-hmm. here's something that I'm working towards, you know? Yeah. Working for it. And I, but I also feel like it's like a part of me, like different memories of your presence or the girls. Mm-hmm. It's like it, I feel it in it. Like, like it stirs up throughout the day. Or yeah. And just it just gives, it, even my physical body feels a little bit uplifted. Right. Because of it. Right. Yeah. I forgot you were saying something earlier and I was like, what if, um, uh, oh gosh, what was it? You were, you were oh, cause you're kind of like, questioning. Cause like, you're right. The sense of the, like, the felt feelings. Right? You're right. And the it could be different. Feeling. Cause even at the beginning of our marriage, there was a way that you would feel close to me, mm-hmm. but because I was a little bit, I would say checked out. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless my heart. <laughs> but I don't, I, you know, when I think about it now, I would say You're my, my needs were met, but they really weren't. Really I was just ignoring them. I would say I was not even intimately close with myself, mm-hmm. much less you. Yeah. So. Wow. So if you can't even acknowledge the level of intimacy that you need to have with yourself. And uh, of course we always bring God, I bring God in that space too. But if you cannot connect in that space, it's harder to connect with even the person outside. But like even going back again, I guess in the sense of um, that, that felt feelings, you both can like be this having this different level of felt feelings about your sense of connection a, a spouse could feel like well we're connected we're doing things and maybe the wife or the husband is is saying no not really and so that could be even frustrating because it's like if you feel like well i have this i have a sense of felt feelings of intimacy and, and bond towards you but if, if it's not meeting or in the same approximate zone That's right. then that can be so Just frustrating or you feel exactly. like they're taking it for granted or exactly. they're really not like, how do we get into that same scope? You know what I mean? That similar space, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nope, that's good, we'll Nicole. That's uncover, good. talk about that some more as we go on. Because that's but, like misattunement mm-hmm. a little bit, right? And we and, and the key yeah. in relationships is, I think when we're talking about intimacy, I don't know, maybe a good way to, of casting vision for it is a shared sense of felt closeness, maybe. It definitely need to be a shared sense of it because unless we'll be, Feeling whatever we want to be feeling. That's right. It won't foster that, the sweet spot or that bond that you're wanting to create the longevity of your relationship with, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I want to read this quote from Everett Worthington. He does a marriage model called Hope Focus Marriage Counseling. Okay. And he said this statement about like particularly couples coming into therapy because one of the number, when couples really are coming into counseling, 
they are trying to usually address their felt sense of closeness in different ways. Right. Like they might say, we can't communicate or we can't solve conflict. And really what they're saying is we're having really trouble get connecting with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He says that most troubled couples desire more intimacy than they're experiencing at the onset of therapy to achieve their goal. They need to develop a clear picture of their destination. And so even what I'm hoping for in this right. podcast series, we hope to help you get a clearer sense of even maybe kind of sharing these different aspects to help you kind of say, wow, you know, maybe even sometimes when we're complaining or I say complaining or criticizing or struggling, trying to state what we're, what's going on in a relationship, we, we can't really put a finger on it. So we hope right. that through this podcast, maybe it's like, hey, that's the kind of thing I've been talking about that I was hoping we could grow in in our right. relationship. Right. Like, I don't feel like, you know, we're, we're really feeling like this sense of closeness emotionally here or, or sexually or intellectually or recreationally. Right. They all can fit together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, mm-hmm. that's one or the other, but it's like what you see, is like a holistic being able to it. integrate all of that yeah. together. Yeah. I think that's awesome, James. I think one of the things I, you know, kind of hope as we're going through it too, is a sense of, you know, sometimes we aren't able to, you say it, create that clear picture of where we want to go. And I think one of the aspects to be able to even foster that sense of togetherness, even start a journey is assessing where you're at. So even being able to say, okay, we know that what's going on right now is not exactly working the best, but what is it that we are doing? What do we not want to do? Or what do we want to do more of? Even what do we want to be more intentional to do so we can create this vision? This is what I value. This is what I want to aim towards. Now let's do more of that to get to that direction. You know, I don't know. I like that. So let's be thinking now we're on our excellent point time, right? So I think what hit me is there's two questions I want. We want to give you as practical. So as we go through this series, we're going to, I'm going to try to always make sure to send like kind of like discussion questions or meditation type contemplation type questions for you to take away. Okay. So I like what you just said a moment ago, Nicola. One, I think we we need to think about leading into this is where are we at now? What is your felt sense? Like if you had to put it on a a scale of no zero to 10, zero, we're not connected at all. 10, we're, we are like whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Is um, what, what what would you say where you are right now, mm-hmm. and not only just the number, but why is it at that particular number? What makes yeah. it that five or that seven or that three or whatever that is, right? Uh-huh. What makes it that be that number? Okay. And I think what would it take? Or, or yeah, there we go. Why is it at that particular number? And maybe what are some barriers that are keeping you from growing in your connection Mm -hmm. and what are some things you would hope for Mm -hmm. to grow in your intimacy and your your felt sense of connection in your marriage right or dreaming up some steps and things like that to go towards what you're desiring you know Mm -hmm. yeah is there anything you would add to that Nicole or you think that's good yeah I think that's really good for getting started with this portion yeah all right Cool. I'm, I'm just going to close this out with a prayer then on this one. All right. Like a special moment. God, we do pray that the couples that hear this as they ask these questions tonight, that they would have space to invite you in uh, and that they would have clarity to think about and just mm-hmm. to slow down and to picture their relationship. 
because maybe the life makes them rush ahead and they don't ever get to think about like, where are we at in our relationship and what's blocking us from being able to grow and where do we desire to be? Right. So may they have that space to really think about that and to dream and hope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And to, to recognize the things that are blocking them. Even if, as you're the one listening to this, even if it's something about you, I hope that you would have the boldness and just the ability to, to recognize like, hey, this is something I'm doing that maybe is blocking it mm-hmm. or getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And to not be afraid to kind of confront that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. God, we just thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So once again, we hope that you've been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and with each other in In a a more more excellent excellent way. way. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.